0: Hey, you guys, this is the Couplings Fire podcast. Here's a couple of things you might need to know or maybe you just forgot. I'm Taylor, a volunteer firefighter and also a firewife to my favorite firefighter. Join me as I talk anything and everything fire-related. I don't claim to be an expert. I just love to talk fire, and I'm not afraid to get into real and deep discussions. Everything I say is my own opinion and does not reflect the opinions of any agency or organization I am associated with. Let's get on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Couplings Fire podcast. This episode that I have for you guys today has been long in the planning, and so much so that it's been 11 months since we started planning this podcast. And we tried to record it like six months ago or something. And I had to cancel due to pregnancy stuff. And then we had to try to do it again earlier this week. And then another thing happened. And, you know, everything, it just seems like, oh, we'll eventually get to recording this podcast. So, who do I have on today? <laughs> I have Tracy McCart and Kathy Edwards with Firewife Life. Hi, you guys. Hey. hi how are you doing great doing great I'm so happy to finally have you
1: on we're happy to be here yeah it's been a long time going on this it's every we've we've planned it and things have happened and planned it again and things have happened and we're yes. we're very happy to be on
0: yes yes like I know the first time we had to reschedule' it's just I think it was the day of too. And I'm just like, I was not feeling very good. All the, all the fun pregnancy-ness. And I'm just like, no, I can't do it tonight. Like there's no way I'm going to make it through it. And I'm like, oh goodness, hopefully we can reschedule. And what? Yeah, six months later. Well,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> This is awesome. But I'm, feeling I'm
2: ex- pretty excited. We're all three on the same call right now or on the same podcast. Pretty cool. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> how did we get our schedules to line up? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Awesome. All right, you guys. So uh, before we get into you guys and everything about you, uh, I want to go over some housekeeping really quick with everybody. So a few quick things. This will not be very long. Uh, so the Less Lucre Winter Conference uh, in Kearney, Nebraska, it will be February 2nd through 4th, 2024. I talk about this a lot on the podcast for those who listen quite often. Um, it is a conference I help out with and one that I've been attending for years. And it's amazing. We just picked our instructors and we will be announcing those instructors in the coming weeks for that conference. So stay tuned uh, to the Facebook pages for the NSFSI, the Nebraska Society of Fire Service Instructors for those. Um, Let's see. Oh, another conference I'm super excited about is the Firefighter Health and Wellness Conference coming up in Beaver Creek, Ohio, October 25th through 27th. This will be my first year attending that one. And I'm super excited for it. My husband's actually coming with me. And this is put on by Brothers Helping Brothers. Um, It's it seems like it's gonna be a really really cool conference so I encourage you guys to go look up information about it uh you can find more information at brothershelpingbrothers.org or on their Facebook pages and lastly but not leastly uh flame decon uh this is amazing amazing stuff I use it every day in the shower this is decontamination soap for firefighters and at at a good price too and I just I feel good I feel good using it and it smells good. And I just, I feel clean. It's great. Um, if you guys use the code couplings, 15, that's couplings one, five, you can get 15% off your purchase there. Uh, and I, I don't say this too often, but you know, stuff that I promote here on the podcast, I would not promote it if I don't believe in it or if I didn't use it. And I use this stuff every day and I'm, and my husband uses it every day is on shift and it's stuff that I'm so happy to have in our household. So Go look up more information about that or ask me about it if you want to know more. Okay. <laughs> Quick, easy there. Might've been one of the quickest uh, that I've ever gotten through housekeeping.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you guys. So whoever wants to start, Tracy or Kathy, uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves, What, whatever you want people to know.
2: Okay. Yeah. Go um, ahead, Kathy, go I'm ahead. So, close, just close. Um, so <laughs> My name's Kathy Edwards, and my husband's a retired 30-year career firefighter out of Atlanta, career officer. He owns Fire Life Training, and um, we have two grown adult children. We have one in Pensacola who is married, our daughter, and one who lives here in Georgia with his girlfriend. And so I got into this, and uh, met Tracy through conferences, through these types of programs. And that's how we became friends and we founded Fire Wife Life. So that's a little bit about who I am.
1: My name is Tracy McCart. Um, my husband is Lieutenant in Ori County, uh, South Carolina. Uh, we moved from the St. Louis area a little over a year ago. Um, we do not have children. I was a teacher for 27 years, uh, ended that career this year um and going full force into Firewife Life with Kathy. Um yeah, <laughs> It's been it's, finally. It's you. been we've been talking about it for so long and it, it was it was it was a yeah. good time for for me to hang it up. So um not that I won't miss it, but I I think uh Kathy and I have some great ideas and and um Lots of things on the horizon that will keep me plenty busy. (laughs) I may not (laughs) be in this teaching. Who knows? Um, So, um, yeah, just like she said, we met through conferences. Our husbands were going to and um, just kind of realized that wives needed an outlet. Wives needed resources. Wives needed other wives. um, And our tiny little Facebook page that was meant for a few wives to connect turned into 1800 members now <laughs> and yeah and it's um, amazing yes <laughs> yeah it really honestly we we started it for really us so that we would know who's going to what conference and You know, the wives that we would connect with in Pensacola and and Carolina Beach, we just got to know each other so well and we just kind of made it for us. And then it just kind of took off because wives were adding wives and, oh, you should be on here. And then Kathy and I looked at each other one day and thought, we could do so much with this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like this thing could really be something that we could really use. For wives, spouses, girlfriends, partners, um, to connect with others and and just be able to get um, some validation on you're not crazy. You, the feelings you're feeling <laughs> are legit. <laughs>
2: that's what that's so funny is that's what we hear from wives all the time. I didn't know I was the only one who felt like this. I thought it was just me. I thought I was crazy. And we kept looking at each other going, wow, I mean, really, we need a community here. And so I, I always get excited because last year in May, we had reached 312. Facebook followers and we were so excited we really thought we topped out at the pinnacle and we were that's what we said to ourselves we could really do something and in 12 months pretty much now we're at 1800 and growing that's so crazy a huge year of growth for us to say the least
0: yeah. well let me say like I I knew about the whole fire wife thing in just general right like there were some groups of wives out there and stuff I didn't think I really needed it in the first place because I was a firefighter too. And so I'm like, oh, well, I really don't need this. You know, like, it's nice, but I know all about the stuff already and everything. And I'm into it. And as soon as my husband got into a career department, that all changed.
2: Yes. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is
0: happening? And I was so thankful to find the Firewife life group and, and to, to follow it, and everything. And just like, and Oh my goodness! The amount of support in there, and questions and everything that happens all the time—I I love it. <laughs> yeah,
1: we heard this. Um, I'm sorry, Kathy. Go ahead if no, you need go, ahead. No, go ahead. Um, we were in South Carolina. Well, here in South Carolina, we were at the um, big fire rescue South Carolina conference, and it was held here in Myrtle Beach. And um, we had probably two or three wives come through. Because we had our our stand up for merchandise and whatnot, and um, we had about three wives that were also wives of firemen. So, her and her husband were both firemen, Mm -hmm. and uh, she was like all of them that came through. We were given out information, and here's how to find us, and and here's what you can get from us, and. they were like, Oh, I never even thought about me. I guess I am a wife of a fireman, even though I am a fireman, <laughs> you yeah, know, a yeah. firefighter myself. Um, but we did have, we did have about three, two to three come through that, yeah. uh, conference.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: Ooh, that was, uh, that was cool. Cause they don't, you don't think about yourself if you're a firefighter also, but yeah, exactly. as much.
2: Yeah. <laughs> life. Um, and even we have a lot like myself, my husband retired in 2018, but he works harder now with, <laughs> since we since this company. I mean, we spend more time on the road. He spends more time on the road in live fire, in hot classes than he ever did. I thought 2448 was bad. <laughs> this is a whole new ball game of stuff. So we have a lot of retiree wives as well whose husbands can't figure out what to do next or they'd go ahead and join a volunteer department and then they've got the radio seven days a week 24 hours a day in the bedrooms and so for some of the retired and they're just girlfriends it's even worse
0: yeah so, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Let me tell you, I stopped, um, putting my pager in the bedroom at night. I keep it downstairs. Uh, I have my phone in the bedroom, but I will not keep the pager in there anymore. The amount of stress it lifts, not listening for those pager tones, even though it's my, it comes over my phone too, but just not listening for those all the time and having that not wake up my husband in the middle of the night. Like it is so (laughs) nice.
1: (laughs) I bet. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of when Kevin before Kevin um, worked at um, Antonio, which is about 20 miles south of St. Louis, um, before he got on as a paid fireman, he was volunteer. And that reminds me of the days where his pager would go off for the volunteer tones. Oh, my God. You all just- times, all times of the day and night. And and I'm like, <laughs> I'd be like, can't you turn that off? (laughs) He's like, no, I'm volunteer. We really can't turn that off. (laughs) So that, boy, that reminds me of, Back in the day,
0: (laughs) (laughs) back when my husband and I lived in our previous town, we were both volunteer. Uh, So we both, we both ended up, we had each uh, different pagers, but we ended up putting it on to listen to the entire county whenever anyone went on a call. And at the time it was fine, but like, I could imagine doing it now. Like, oh my goodness. Every time someone else in the county goes out to like hear their tones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I could not imagine. No, no, no pagers allowed in this house. Yeah. (laughs) I just.
2: (laughs) Tail going off all the time or the beat of somebody's on the website. Somebody needs something. That's enough.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh, man. Okay.
2: So let's,
0: let's dig into the, the fire life stuff a little bit here. We'll get into some more personal stuff here in a little while, but. But let's dig into FireWife life. So you guys started it from, you know, just needing a community and needing, needing someone to connect with and everything from there. And I know it's grown to so much more. So let's talk about some of the things you guys have started to implement with this thing. First of all, I'm, I'm very jealous that I was not able to make it to the last meetup in Missouri because that looked awesome. And I'm hoping at some point to make it to one, but.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: The go ahead in November so we we did we we decided what last well 2021 November of 2021 20, was it yeah mm-hmm. and we thought we'd see what would happen if we pulled some ladies together Tracy was still living in St. Louis so we did our first ever conference retreat what have you in St. Louis at a top golf and We were amazed at the response we got and how women responded and how they shared and we had some great speakers at Tracy could talk about how she found them and they they stayed with us one has particular. um, And it's just kind of grown from there from that we started doing more regular meetups and retreats they're smaller we did one in savannah last year we've done two already this year, and we did. um, We went in Burl Beach, and then we just did the one again in St. Louis. So we have a couples retreat coming up in Atlanta in November that we're really excited about. But we have found that they're smaller, they're intimate, and people are really leaving there with a very changed attitude and an entire group and a tribe behind them that they can talk to we've all become friends. We all talk to each other. It's been pretty amazing. I think it's been as much of a benefit for me personally, and probably for both of us, I would say personally, to get to know these ladies the way we have by doing this.
1: Yeah, we started with, you know, realizing that women needed to get together. And I will say it actually, um, Elizabeth Woodward asked us to come kind of run a roundtable kind of discussion at the Lake of the Ozarks at RFT um, back in what, 20, 2020? 20, yeah.
2: 2020, was
1: yeah. 20, okay. And, um or maybe 2021. 21.
2: We okay. went in 2020.
1: She asked us for 2021. Yeah. Yes. And so it really actually started there. That was kind of our start of like facilitating, um, at this conference that's connected to a men's conference. So it had something for the wives to do. And I mean, women, we, we literally started a couple conversations and it went for four hours. They had to kick us out of the room because somebody else was coming in to use that room. And Kathy and I were like, okay, let's, See about starting these retreats or conferences, whatever you want to call them, for just the women. Like we know that women will come if it's attached to a men's conference. Um, and it started out pretty small. Top golf had we had to talk women into it. Like women don't do things for themselves. It's, oh no. It's sad. Um, but once we started that we have original members that came to top golf that have followed us everywhere because they just get this sense of just support and and love and sisterhood and they they interact those are the ones that you see the people that are coming to our retreats and conferences are the ones that are interacting on our web page because they get it. It, yeah. it just if you just come to one, you get it. Like <laughs> you have to step out of that
2: fear of coming. We have so many women who can't grab a friend. They they don't have a lot of firefighter women friends. They can't get a, a we call them civilian friend, which is, you know, they can't. Yeah. Why would they come and they they really want to come but they're scared to come alone because they don't know what to expect. But once they come, yeah, they don't stop coming.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I understand that feeling. Definitely. Because like, that's been something I was thinking about before. Cause I, I wanted to go and things like that. And like, I, eventually I will, but like, it's one of those things like, okay, if I go, I have to travel alone and then I'm staying there alone yeah. and I don't know anybody. So what if I don't get along with anybody, what do I do? And you just kind of like get this, like, I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I know it is a fear, but man, you should like, I would say we've had, we've had several that have come alone and Those are the women that actually are the happiest that they went because all the women are exchanging Facebook and exchanging numbers. And and it's so personally gratifying for me because I'm personally friends with all these people on Facebook. And then I see all of them interacting and it just has become this web of like, look what we started. They're all (laughs) there. You're, one's in Indiana and one's in Seattle and one's in Vegas and they're all they just legitimately enjoyed that time they spent together so much that now like they're interacting with each other and outside of Firewife, you know. And they're going to
2: conferences with their husbands where they were not going before. They they weren't going because they didn't feel like there was a place for them. We've had firefighters say to us, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because now my wife wants to come to CFT, you know, my wife Mm -hmm. wants to come to Lake of the Ozarks. So now we all get together and talk. Who's going here? Who's going there? Who's going to Carolina Beach? Well, I'm not going, but I'll drive the two hours in to hang out with you. So now we're building this national tribe, literally, who gets together as much as we possibly can regionally, nationally, and at conferences. So more people subsequently, as Tracy said, are now calling us to facilitate. We did the 2021 at Lake of the Ozarks. We did last year at Lake of the Ozarks, which was larger. We're doing two-day facilitation and our own teaching programs at Lake of the Ozarks again this year. Nice. In August, we'll be a part of the CFT conference, the Urban to Suburban will be a large part of that three-day wife conference as well. Um, And then we've done Carolina Beach for two years. So between our own and then people really catching on to getting wives involved, now we're really getting out there and people are really inviting us places.
0: I think that's a really important, important thing that has been started. The fact that the wives are then starting to come to these conferences with the husbands, and that yeah. is something that changes for a good in a good way for fire families when they're able to do that. Now, you can't always get sitters and things for that. Granted, I know a lot of ladies do tend to bring their kids if they have to, you know, mm-hmm. and they make it a mini family vacation. But even if they're able just to get away, just the two of them, and right. and the spouses going and taking fire classes, and the other spouse is going and hanging out with people, you know, all day. It just it gives them a time that they're they're traveling
1: together, but they're doing two separate things that they love. Yeah. And it's at RFT, there's probably about three wives um that would love to come to the actual conference itself, but make it a family vacation because it's at the lake. So they have the kids, but they meet up with us later and yeah. they'll meet us at the pool then and they'll they just you know they have the kids that can't that won't allow them to go to the actual conference, but they will meet up with us later and they, they will, you know, go to brunch with us or whatever. So it's, it's just, it's Mm -hmm. nice for them to know that, you know, they would love to have the content that we supplied at the conference, but they know that just because they didn't go doesn't mean that they can't come hang out and, and enjoy that that conversation about it then after it's all said and done. So exactly. And, and and wives
2: now are stepping out of these conferences. You know, a lot of them used to hide in the hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. They would work all day in the hotel and then they would maybe go to the beach by themselves or they just wait for their husbands would you take me to lunch? You know, I mean, it really? Yep.
0: I, and then the husbands, you know, go out at, in the evening and have drinks with everybody else and stuff like that. And they might trail along and, you know, yeah.
2: but guess what? Now some of the husbands can't even find their wives. You <laughs> <laughs> wives go, oh, I promised I'd lunch with him. I've got to go. <laughs> after an hour. It's like, now they can't even find the wives or we get to a evening social and we're all together somewhere and husbands are looking around. Did, is my wife still here? Because yeah. we created a space and we're really proud of that. We mm-hmm. created a space for them to feel a part of the fire and the fire family, but have their own thing and their own conversations and feel like they
1: belong there. We really are. We feel really proud about that. Yeah, absolutely. And on top of The retreats and the conferences, um, we have, we are really trying to build this collage of resources that women can just go to. Like, I'm just going to give you an example. I had um, a wife about a month ago um, private message me. And and the women know, like, I, I feel, I just... I hope all the women on our page know that if they need anything, they can reach out to me or Kathy at any time. It's not, a, I mean, or their regional manager, we have regional managers in place kind of at each point of the United States and beyond. Um, so, but I had a woman about a month ago and her, her friend is also a fire wife and, and she was having a really hard time with a very small knit community death. and, Her husband was struggling and she was struggling and she didn't know what to do. And it took me two phone calls and she had more resources than she could ever possibly imagine. Um, I put her in contact with uh, Sabrina Yaw. Mm. Um, She's like our peer support guru. Um, I contacted Valerie Beeson, who is our mental health advisory board person. Uh, I just it it really only takes us a couple different messages and phone calls to get any of these wives anything they would possibly need Um and I just felt really good about that I spent all morning trying to connect her with somebody and and she was like oh my gosh I passed this along and she was overwhelmed with all of the stuff that you had for her and I just that's what it's about for me I mean I love these conferences and I love these retreats but it's it's something deeper than that. It's, mm-hmm. it's just helping these wives because God knows if I ever needed anything, I would, I, I mean, and I didn't know where to turn, like it would be devastating. And I just want all of the the women and and, and men out there um, on our page to know that they can reach out to us for anything.
2: Yeah, We actually, Tracy had said it earlier. We have approximately 46 women across the country who their phone numbers are on our Facebook page and they're about to be on the website. You can call any one of them. I mean, you can live in Atlanta and call someone in North Dakota. It doesn't matter, but you can call. They've all agreed to be available 24-7. Their phone numbers and their emails are up. So if I needed something, I could call them. Any wife could call them at any time If your husband is having a problem, a lot of those husbands are available too. So if I got a call from a wife or Tracy got a call from a wife at two in the morning and there's something going on with their husband, which has happened in my household before, and I'm sure it has happened, I've gotten, gotten that call, I can hand the phone to my husband and he has agreed to talk to the husband. So those resources to us. Yeah, They're very Very invaluable, very valuable. And as Tracy said, we have a, we have an advisory council on mental health. We're just adding a new member. We have found a wonderful counselor here. She's also the wife of a firefighter in the Atlanta area that she, that Tracy and I got to kind of meet with their group and they found us and now we're going to collaborate with them. And she's, she's wonderful. So the resources just keep, coming to us, and then we can continue to share them and include them, and and women can feel rest assured, and, and firefighters, like Tracy said, that they can reach out to us, and we will find somebody for them.
0: So I want to get into a quick question here on this. Well, actually, it's probably not going to be very quick. I know myself, I don't like asking for help. I'm sure you guys don't like either. Nobody mm-hmm. does. But I think it's the hard part, too, is what what kind of questions either and like have been, you can either make them up or if you have some examples, you know, what do people actually come and ask for help for? Like, cause I know it's like, oh, my problem's not big enough of a problem. I shouldn't ask for help, you know, or the, this isn't something that I need to call somebody, you know, but maybe it would be a good idea
1: to call somebody from North Dakota or something for. I would say when we first started, a lot of it was communication. Like my husband doesn't communicate with me uh he holds everything in we're having a really hard time balancing family versus firehouse um those kinds of questions are what we got a lot of when we started um it, it has really shifted into a lot of mental health um unfortunately we have um a lot of women. I don't know if my husband has PTSD. I don't know if it's that severe. Is it trauma? I myself as the wife have trauma. So then Mm. we get a lot of mental health type um, conversations right now. And it's um, really big right now. And, you know, spouse trauma has become a a big
2: one that they've asked us about. Um, Maybe my mother passes away or. Maybe something has happened in my life. Maybe I've been fired from my job, or maybe I'm so stressed out that I have my own trauma. And a wife navigating trauma in any in any situation is tough. But to do it in a in a fire family where your firefighter already sees so much trauma and he is gone on shift so much that. that navigating trauma in a family where that's the situation is even harder and it adds more layers than and sometimes those layers are more traumatic for the wife to navigate so like you just said she stops she mess. she just mm-hmm. stops talking about it she just shuts down because and it's overwhelming and she's got kids and she's been home and there's so much to spouse trauma or losing your identity, be traumatic for wives, their identity is, is, is their husband and the fire department. We get a lot of that and, and the more time we spend with people on the road, the more I think I feel like they open up and the more members we get and the more resources we add. I feel like we are starting to hear more of the tougher questions because I think they understand they can trust this group. And so we're really starting to hear some things um, in that area as well.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting to see the dynamic because we have wives that are, well, okay, so we have girlfriends that aren't even, you know, they're not even engaged yet. So they're, Mm -hmm. They're really new. And then you have, you know, your new wives who, oh my gosh, I wasn't, <laughs> I was not prepared for this. Um, and then you have kind of the middle of the road. And then as Kevin progresses, you have your officer wives, and then you have what Kath, Kathy has experienced, the retired wife. So we have so many um, and so many wives that have way better answers than a lot I mean, Better answers than Kathy and I. And it's <laughs> a great thing, though. They can they can go on the page and give their advice to these to these people that just aren't sure how to do this or what to do in some of these situations. And I mean, the wisdom that I see in some of these posts, I'm like, whew, we need you. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> need you to come do a little segment, you know? <laughs> that's actually yeah. how Found
2: our keynote in Missouri uh, in June is a wife came on our page and told her, kind of told a story of her firefighter, her ex-husband who then had passed away, and had indicated had there been something like this back then, you know, maybe we wouldn't have divorced. typical issues they had with amount of time spent. Uh, mm-hmm. Not being at home was a big thing for her, for them in their marriage. And her story blew us away. Absolutely blew us away. And from that point on, um, we reached out to her and she was our keynote. So we find very smart, very awesome women all the time to add into
0: the mix. Yes. <laughs> okay so in in general overall it's it's nice because there's so many different people at so many different levels in here that you're talking about and it seems like there's no too small of question and no too big of question you know so even if you come in with a basic question of like i'm brand new to this why why is my firefighter so into the fire service is even like the most basic question probably yes but somebody needs the answer to it right <laughs>
1: Right. Right. And that's what I was saying about the the women who, you know, are a little more seasoned. Um, They they just really have some great thoughts and great wisdom and great advice to share. And like Kathy was saying, that is how we did find some of our speakers. Um, I mean, we had the keynote that she was mentioning earlier from Missouri who wrote, you know, this this you know, story on our Facebook page and it was so compelling and, and, but yet we had women that were at some of our retreats and had such good information like Whitney Dewey came to our conference in Savannah in October and ended up putting in papers and her communications presentation that she did for us in Myrtle Beach in April, was so good. In mm-hmm. fact, we're using her again in November. So, mm-hmm. you know, these wives have such knowledge, and 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 it's it's so nice to see that you know they can all interact, no matter what type of question. Uh, it, it's not too small, um, and it's not too big because we'll figure it out yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> or at least help <laughs> so no and I know
0: like just in general like I, I mean I would have given anything the first few like the first year before I got into the fire service you know I was like I just wanted someone to talk to and there really wasn't a whole lot of people that wanted to talk about things or they're just like oh it's so easy why why are you having a hard time with it or whatever? It's so basic. And like, even just getting into the career side, it's just like, I just want someone to vent to, or like to be like, yes. what what is going on somebody? I mean, I have other friends outside the fire service, but it's different. You have to explain every step of the way to them. And then maybe they start to understand it. And still it's like, yeah, it's it's
1: just not quite talking on the right page. I just want to well meant to sometimes. Kathy and I have a program that we are presenting in August at Urban to Suburban, um, and it's called Find Your Tribe, and ah. it's 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 all about this sisterhood and all about. Um, the commonalities that that we have as firewives and and how and how we can help each other through it so mm-hmm. that is we you know because we started out facilitating all these retreats and then kathy and i were like over the years of putting these things together we were like oh my gosh this could be a great program <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. we have we have about three you know pretty solid programs that just came out of organic conversations at, at these retreats. And so, and, you know, we've, our, uh, Valerie, who has come with us several places on mental health, um, you know, she has looked over these and, and has given some input on some of these as well. So, but it's a lot of other wives just talking and, 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 you know, listening to each other. And and then our program kind of came out of that. Yeah. Um, so, and we've built three now. So we do,
2: we do find your tribe. We do do a spouse trauma program, just from the questions we've got and the answers, mm-hmm. where it comes, and 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 talking through it. And then we do a ten myths of being married to a firefighter, and it usually really gets people talking. It it um it breaks the ice women always look at each other and go, that's my husband. Oh my God. That's, you know, we went through that and it really, it really gets them talking to each other as well. But, but being able to talk through some seriousness about, you know, people always marry a firefighter, a lot of people, or date one. And they think that, Oh, you know, the outside world thinks it's fabulous. You know, Oh, you know, You're so talking. lucky. <laughs> He's a, Hero and yeah. You
0: know. Think of that's all the cool. days I have off and all. oh, that's one of them. That's yeah. one of our
2: myths. Yep. Yeah, one of our myths. and it's why wives have a hard time talking to people outside of the fire service about it because there's no way to to adequately <laughs> describe to a friend who's not in it what exactly it's like to live within it. You know, yes. I. Friends who, oh God, he's gone. That's fantastic, you know.
1: <laughs> well, could you imagine talking to just any other wife about, oh, my husband's on a twenty four forty eight or a forty eight ninety six? They'd look at you like you lost like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, what, what? what? Uh, then he you, you know time he or you know,
2: time and yeah I mean it's crazy I'm my, the kids on the way to the hospital I hope he can get someone to cover him to come meet me I mean nobody understands
0: no <laughs> oh oh, oh it's, it's so bad it's such a terrible day at work you know I had to spend all day doing all this well my husband's at work I'm with the kids and I don't get help till he comes home at night every night what
1: yeah <laughs> oh yeah. your husband comes home that's cute
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get to see him until all day Saturday, Sunday and holidays. Oh, you get to see your husband on weekends, nights, yeah. and holidays. <laughs> oh,
1: but those are the things. Those yeah, are the things yeah. that other wives don't understand. And you can explain it all day. And they it's just it's not something um, that any other spouse is gonna understand.
0: So, yeah, no. I mean it is. It is definitely marriage is marriage, and there are hard things. And every every particular marriage and every um, industry goes through their own hardships. But this is definitely a unique one. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, <laughs> for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. So you guys, you guys had some other pretty cool things going on because I saw, and I actually want to get in on it. I just need to find more time. There's a book
1: club that beats. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So that was actually one of our first kind of little entities, like a little tab, I guess you could say, kind of off to the side of the main agenda of our of our mission. Um, we have a wonderful member in St. Louis. Her name's Sarah Hall. Um, her and I just kept talking about books. And uh, she, I was actually she is a uh yoga for first responders um have you heard of that i have heard of that. yeah okay so she is one of the instructors for that and so kevin and i were going to some of their little fundraisers and and doing yoga so her and i were hanging out quite a bit and we just kept talking about these books and and she said well i'm in a book club and 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 i was like oh we should do a firewife life book club will you help me and she is really like she's really the one um that kind of spearheaded this whole thing um i just send out zoom reminders and and all the things but she gets the she runs the book list by me and she's really been instrumental in this and yes so we this is our second list of books that we're on, um, we'll set a whole book list for the year. And so the book we're reading now, we started last month and then the zoom meeting over it will be in July. So it's like every other month, um, there will be a zoom over that next book and they're not, they're not hard. Some of them are self-help and some of them are about, fire fighter families. Um, but we had an overwhelming demand for some fiction. <laughs> I call <told laughs> it, not, whatever you want to call it. Um, so we added in some fiction this time. Um, and that has been very popular. <laughs> so um yeah, so the book club has um has really, especially here lately, we've had more and more people on the Zooms. Um, more, uh, we have 200 people in the book club, Um, and I I know women are reading them, they don't always aren't able to get on, Um, but I did, um, I guess the Zoom we did with the peer support people, I'm not tech savvy, so I figured out how to record it, so I'm going to start recording the Zoom, uh, the book club Zoom, so that the women can, that have read it, and weren't able to get on to interact so they can get on and actually kind of communicate with it. Because I know women are reading them. They, they email me all the time. I can't make it, but I read it. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's been
2: fun. It's been fun. And then, and we also, we started in January doing monthly zooms with mm-hmm. um, a blog post and, and a point. So we've had everything from, um, hindsight bias, just a, a lot of different people on to talk with our wives on a monthly just Zoom topic. May with graduations and everything, mm. we we stop May and June for vacation. We're going to try to do something when we are um, at Lake of the Ozarks in July, nice. and then we'll pick back up August through December again. So, but we'll have um, we'll we'll eventually do a spouse trauma with uh, probably Irma Chris. our our lady here we're going to do something with communications with Whitney one month we're going to have kids on um, adult children and talk about what it's like to be a fire kid because the one thing that Tracy and I keep hearing and I know it's it's our next hurdle and jump is the fire family it's not just the wife it's the kids too and so we are talking through the ability to get that rolling and started as well so that our families can become involved and in, in some of our kids and adult kids. So that'll be one of the months in the fall as well.
0: I'm That's one thing I'm not looking forward to. I mean, I am and I'm not looking forward to having this kid grow up in the fire service just because I know we're gonna be busy all the time. I know, like, how do I even begin to explain your dad's on shift? And here's his weird weird schedule. And no, he's not going to be at church this Sunday. He'll be at next Sunday and things like that. Like,
2: how do you even begin to explain that to a kid? I don't know. Well, our adult son helped us write a program. He is a life coach and he was telling us, you know, as Todd always says, he was, Todd thought, I was the greatest father, I was everywhere, you know, and Zach Zach said, okay, you're a great father, but sometimes you weren't a dad, and so they're very close, they're very close, but Todd never thought about that, you Mm -hmm. know, our our adult daughter just thought, woohoo, my daddy's a hero, he's a firefighter, if you ask her, everything was perfect, except that he was a chopper dad he you know he 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 still (laughs) talk to the kids and have the kids talk to the wives and then maybe the families talk together about navigating it from the kids standpoint growing up in this family so that's something we're 100 looking into very soon sooner than later
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what, one of the things with the kids too, it's like, just like all wives are going to have very, very different experiences. Some people are going to have no problems at all. And some people are going to have tons and just left and right. And like, what's easy for one is going to be hard for another. It's going to be just like, you know, your son and daughter, just the fact of like one, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best. And the other one is fantastic, you know? So there's so many different aspects and so many different kids are just, especially where there are two in life, you know? Yeah. Was was their dad or, or, you know, their parent, did they start from birth in that field or did they go into it? You know, was it a transition for them and, or was it what they were always
2: used to? Right. Well, and ours were used to it. I mean, mm-hmm. ours my husband was in the fire service from pretty much Explorer at age 16 and his father was a chief of both police and fire. So, I mean, our kids were in it from the get-go. So, you know, those first years where Santa Claus comes three days later than somebody else's does. And, you know, that was normal to them. Yeah. So it's funny because to them, that's just normal. Um, mm-hmm. The older they got the less normal. <laughs> 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 Seven-year-old of anything, but or five-year-old, but you know when they're teens, it's a totally different ball game. And so they were raised in it. You know the good side to that is, uh, it, it, to to us, if you put the two families together, because the reality is, your husband or your spouse competes. You, you have two families. You have the fire family and the home family, and mm-hmm. they're going to compete for time, attention all of that good stuff. Uh, My kids do love that they have a hundred uncles, both in Atlanta, in in Georgia and across the country because those firefighters helped raise my kids. Mm -hmm. So that's the good part. My daughter has called firefighters when she had issues before as a young adult, because she knew where to find them and they were close to her. She's called them at the station before and had them come help her. That's the good part. But if that doesn't happen early, it can become a real. It can become a trauma for kids as well.
0: Yeah. So uh, getting into that conversation, <laughs> <laughs> just just with integrating your family with the fire family stuff, you know, uh, how did did that work out for both of you? Did how did it work out? Was it hard to get into
1: with that? Well, so I'm in a whole different dynamic. Like, I don't, we don't have children. So, Mm -hmm. but Kevin was not a firefighter when I married him. Um, Again, he was a heavy equipment operator. Um, He was in rental, um, made really good money. Um, Two years into our marriage, um, he goes to a volunteer fire department meeting and he comes home and he says, Hey, Tracy, I'm going to be a firefighter. And I was like, stop. And and then <laughs> this fire one and two and volunteered and then volunteered up in St. Louis and then got on. I, I, he, he wasn't joking. Um, <laughs> but, um, I always tell Kathy I was duped (laughs) at that point. I'm like, you do know I'm a teacher and don't make any money, right? Like we can't both be service members here. This is really going to be bad. Um, But I mean, obviously we made it work, but uh, (laughs) um, so we, I, we chose not to have children. And so that's a, that's a whole different dynamic. Kathy can speak on a whole that like she she knows fire from the get-go. She wasn't (laughs) She has children who grew up in it. So her and I kind of can bring, I guess I can kind of help out the new wives that, that don't have families yet, because I know like I kind of am coming from that a little more, um, without, you know, children involved. Um, But yeah, I, I, it's been. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. But you couldn't have told me that when he came home and told me he was going to be a firefighter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so I actually was thinking like might have actually bespoke too. So what I was actually getting to was oh uh, sorry uh, no you're good because I loved actually getting into that stuff too. Um, I love rabbit trails by any means, but, (laughs) but when um. But just, even if it's like just your two person family or whatever, just merging that with like, even just interacting with the fire station, the people at the fire stations, like, yeah. was that, did that come easy? Was that hard? Was it accepted? Was it? Well, I don't absolutely
2: know. it was easy. I can tell you for me, it was easy Yeah. Um, because the city of Atlanta back then, well, and, and when I first met my husband, he was on a volunteer department and his father was the chief. So that was oh, very easy to integrate. A family, family <laughs> it, it was a family family never already. It wasn't. And three or four of the people on that department, including two women were in our wedding. So that worked out really easily, but we worked, we moved to Atlanta and, um, Atlanta had a wives, auxil- a women's auxiliary. We did fire musters, and my husband is the kind of person, and I know Tracy's is too, um, that they, he wanted me integrated. He wanted mm-hmm. me involved um, For because he knew what was coming. He grew up in a fire family, so he knew what was coming when we moved to a brand new city. We didn't know anybody. We were we were going to get married. We were going to have kids. What it would be like if he was integrated into the fire department only and I was integrated into the Holman kids. It wasn't going to be a good situation. And so I became involved um, very early. City of Atlanta doesn't do that anymore. I feel very fortunate oh. to have been. Yeah, they don't do it at all. I would have to say a lot of departments don't have the systems in place now. I hear it all the time that they had 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a very different dynamic than than the dynamic is now. I wasn't even a wife. I wasn't even a fiancé, and I got thrown into being the president of the auxiliary. And I thought, how did this happen? Um, I had a full time job, you know. I, I up until 2020, I was a uh, nonprofit management consultant nationally. So I worked, and, and like him, both of our careers kind of went upward at the same time but i had a support system i had and so did our kids i would have to say now a lot of the people i talk to don't have that and i would say it's imperative if you want happy family to me because Mm -hmm. that's all i know I cannot imagine if Todd had been integrated into Atlanta and we were not. I I don't know how how it would have turned out if our life was separate except for the times he was home.
1: That would have been really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And it was not easy for me. Um, When Kevin got on paid, um, everybody there was kind of related. (laughs) Um, So... It was. I was definitely the outsider, Um, and I, not that they were not nice to me. It mm-hmm. just, I, there was, there you was could tell. no, like, yeah, there was just I, something yeah. there. Yeah, I couldn't quite get. It. Now, I will say, I, it was hard for me to get in, but then they received a grant that allowed them to get a bunch more firefighters come in, and those wives. I knew what it was like. So I was like, okay. And I still, still talk to those wives. Um, we formed. <laughs> it was unfortunately kind of clicky. Yeah. Um <laughs> we just I just couldn't, I I didn't feel like I could really talk to anybody there. Um, and I tried, we had things at our house. Um it it just wasn't, they were already kind of connected. Mm-hmm. And And it, 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 I couldn't get into that, um, (laughs) for whatever reason, I've been there, I get it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, um, but those, those, some of the new wives after I got there coming in, I really made sure I, I made an effort, um, to make sure they knew that I, you know, (laughs) I wasn't maybe part of that other click or you can talk to me or whatever. Um, and I, like I said, I still talk to a lot of them, um, even to this day. Uh, but it, it did get a little better um, as people left and new people came in. Um, but it still wasn't ideal. Um, it, and it's funny because I always, I always kind of think of it this way. Like our Fire Wife Life group, a lot of the wives on our group, are looking for it because they can't find that connection at yeah. the station that their husband is at for whatever reason, um, and they're like, oh, finally, you know, I, you know, my my husband works really hard. He's trying to climb the ladder, da 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 da. And those men are usually really into the job too, and as we know, not all are. And those are usually the wives that don't really want to get involved, and that's fine. That's they're there. Yeah. That, the but but the the wives I think on our page are there because they want to be involved and they they want to have somebody to turn to and they can't find that on the local level. So
0: yeah. And I'm really sad them. that I was like, I'm really sad that Atlanta doesn't have theirs. And it's just I, I wish more places had something set up. Um, because yeah. I think it's something that is not that tough to set up. I don't know all the logistics behind it, so maybe I shouldn't say too much about that, but just something there you know I I know um as much as I love my husband's department we had a thing at the very beginning where we kind of came with the families and since it's kind of been hands off you know it's a it's a job which I get and it's a very good job it's a very good department I do wish that they had something for the spouses of some sort of families even if it's just a hey once a once a month every two times a year do something or whatever you know
2: Now we used to go to all of, I mean, we had an annual, we had, literally there was an annual Christmas ball. Hmm. Atlanta had annual picnics. Atlanta had all sorts of things. Um, now, I, I always find it ironic. In about 2016, the Union Wives set up a Facebook page um, just to try to reach out to each other. It has about 98 to 100 members on it. I'm no longer a wife of a city of Atlanta fireman and I post on that page more than anybody else does Aww. about fire wife life. <laughs> yeah. I I update and talk about firewife life and and talk about the things we're doing. And I think I still post more than anybody else does on that page. And I mean, it just I just don't do the things that other wives got the benefit of, is what yeah. I would say.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's so important. This, this firewife life you guys have created, just bringing people together who can't find that. And yeah, yeah, I mm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) we have found found that people who like our page really do want to be hands-on. They want to hear Mm -hmm. answers. They want resources. They really want to be able to ask questions and, and get something. Um, we have heard from people that There are pages for wives who worship their husbands. Like it's all about the firemen. It's all about the firemen. That's really not our wives. Um, And you know that's really. And we are more about everybody, about the integration of your family, your husband, and what you need to be happy to go and be
1: in that in that family structure. Yeah, let's figure out the balance. So that everyone in the family is happy, you know. Um,
2: (laughs) Okay. And the other side of that is we are Um, the the husband bashers.
0: No, really. I love that too, by the way, because there are way too many groups out there that are just husband bashers, and I just can't stand it. I'm like, that's not why I'm here. We're trying to figure out ways to make it work. Venting, healthy venting is good bashing
2: yeah. is not. No. <laughs> yes. And we're that like Tracy said, we're the balance. We have found that our wives are looking for they don't want to bash their husbands, they don't want to worship their husbands. <laughs> they just want reality, balance yes. and and camaraderie and friendship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cuz unfortunately, we have we have had some husbands assume that all we do is sit around and and talk bad about firemen. And that's absolute no, that's we're we're your best friend. <laughs> because we're trying to help your wife navigate this crazy life. Um so we're definitely not, we're not, yeah, they, that that's kind of the where were we, Kathy? I I don't even remember what conference we were at. And we we had a guy come up and and say something about, oh I bet you sit around and just bash us all day. Yeah. No. How
2: was the bash session or something? It might yeah. have been
1: tactics last year. Um, yeah. It might have been. But
2: yeah. And we kind of look at each other and no, because of our organization, your wives don't bash you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like from happening we're trying to keep them from just feeling like there's nowhere to go and nobody to talk to and completely lighting out of the situation a hundred percent
0: right now you're you're coming at it from a sense of you know what you know how they're going through things you know what the firefighter's thinking and stuff like that you're able to communicate with the other spouses that haven't been in it or having been through certain situations okay have you looked at it from this side you know let's try to make it work it's you know if either it's not as bad as you're thinking it is because you haven't gone through it before, or if it is, let's figure out a way to make sure that you understand that he's not trying to do it to hurt you or things like that. You know, like there's reasonings behind everything. Let's
2: work through it. I mean, no matter what you can, I could take a new job tomorrow and it could be my favorite job in the world, but within six months to a year, somebody there is going to irritate me. There's going to be a situation, (laughs) coworker, It's life. So imagine you marry that firefighter because he's a firefighter, you love him, and then you get a job, you have kids, and life throws a lot at you, and he's not there. Like other husbands. And that's the other thing. You have your friends saying, well, gosh, my husband wasn't there for the tornado down the street. I I would, you know, I'd just get rid of him. I mean, that's a lot of the bad information you hear from wives who don't understand it outside yeah. of the service. Because it's a lot. It's a lot to go from beginning of spouse to mid to end. It A lot happens in between there. And you're alone a lot of that time. And it is tough. I wouldn't trade
1: it honestly, but it is yeah. that reminded me of something. One of our one of our things in our ten myths is um, something about, you know, your husband having a nine to five job or wishing that your husband had a nine to five job. And it's so funny because when you get used to this lifestyle, a lot of the wives are like, oh, heck no. I'm glad my husband's gone for two days. <laughs> I can get <laughs> or, oh something gosh,
0: done. or you
1: know how peaceful it is at the house when my husband's on shift. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's funny what we become accustomed to because that's just a lifestyle that, that we're dealt. Um, and once you're used to it and once you navigate it and figure it out and, and have that balance, um, you wouldn't trade it. You yeah. wouldn't. So. No.
0: <laughs> That's the point we're at right now. So my husband has a schedule where he's on, he goes like 24 switch back and forth for two weeks on and mm-hmm. off, And then he's off for a week, which it sucks, but I love at the same time. It's it's a, it's a very fine line there between hating it yeah. and loving it. Um, because that, that week <laughs> off is amazing every three weeks,
2: but <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, as, and as your and as your children get older yeah it, it's quite I mean I, I always joke and I know Tracy has heard me say this on this we were 24 48 for 30 years mm-hmm. and on that on that 24 I mean dinner sometimes was you know and Crunch and some mac and cheese or yeah. we, I mean it was easy what does everybody want and the shoes went in the middle of the room and I did just <laughs> the next morning when they left to go I mean you know it was just total chaos, but we yeah. love the total chaos versus the total order. You know, when Todd would come home, he would look around and it didn't look like the firehouse, and we had to remind him we don't need to train every day. We're good, you know. We're <laughs> on our own. we don't need to learn all that. But I mean, it really—it was some of our best times. we just mom and kids, and 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 Todd doesn't feel like he missed out on that because he was having. What he needed at the firehouse for that. So yeah. some of those moments were the best. Um, now that I look back, sometimes they were, you know, tentative when a tornado came through and <laughs> came through, and the back of the house was taken out. Those kind of moments. But now that I look back, they were some of the the greatest times. And I'm sure Todd would tell you that when he was at the station for that 24 hours, and something crazy was going on there, it was one of his best times. So it worked mm-hmm. out. It yeah. works out.
0: Yeah. We found yeah. out that just the 24 hours away, you know, even with the newborn here, Chris, just it's gives him a chance to relax and just have that other stuff that he needs for his brain to just go for yeah. a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. And I never resented that,
0: you know, he'd yeah. come
2: home and tell me he had the best night ever and I never said, well, you know, what oh was God, we, I mean, I did it. I got it a hundred percent. You don't play the two, who's who's more tired game. <laughs> no, we, we have never, I will tell you this. We will, we've never done that. And <laughs> Todd relished being, you know, I would go to work when he came home after that 24 hours and I would literally hand him the two, our kids are 14 months apart. Mm. And I would handing those babies and I had to go to work. And then he would take them to the park and he used to, call me and tell me how angry he was that somebody at the park, some woman at the park always said to him, Oh, how cute. You're babysitting your children today. And he would say, Baby, I'm raising my kids, you know, and it was, it was. Go it was, Todd. Was <laughs> yeah. that game ever. We, we, it balanced out between both of our jobs. It balanced out well. I mean, yeah. it, it really did. Yeah. Oh man.
0: <laughs> so, so what are some other things I know you guys, there's been so many different things popping up here recently. And I know you guys have a lot of ideas coming up for our yeah. wife life. So what's some of, what's some of the stuff we haven't talked about yet that you can get, get into with us? Well, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like it's a lot to unpack. I'm I'm, I'm very, Kathy
1: and I get together. This is how this works. <laughs> Kathy and I get together for like a two, three day session and I have like notes. Yeah. <laughs> notes and notes and notes. Yep. As you hear, know, my page is shuffling. Um, yeah, we have a lot of thoughts. Um, we need to prioritize yeah. where we're going to put our efforts. Um, I will say, though, um, along with our monthly Zooms, um, I would like to get into the podcast situation, um, as well. I think we have some wives that have such great stories and such good advice and, and the wisdom, um, I would just love to just pick their brain and sit with them and, and, and do a podcast. Um, so that is. That is in the works. I can't give you a date because I told you I was um, not the best. Well, I'm getting better. I'm tech savvy enough to figure it out, but um, I'm getting there. So that is, that is in the works. Um, We've already said that we're expanding into couples.
2: Yep. Yes. yes. We're expanding couple and family um, because um, we've, we keep hearing, we have a lot of wives say, wow, I wish my husband could have heard me talk about this. Um, I wish he was in the room so we could have talked about this. And we thought, all right, let's see, let's see how that works. So we're throwing the hat in the ring for the couples in November here in Atlanta. Um, we are venturing, as we said, into families and then, um, We're going to venture with Sabrina Yaw, who is in Oklahoma, and she is an amazing guru, as as Tracy said earlier, on peer support. And I've had people here in the metro Atlanta area, Tracy has there in the Carolinas, who have asked about peer support. We would love to be able to help folks out with peer support in their areas helping departments if they don't want to build their own peer support which we have found many don't Mm -hmm. we would like to be the ones who go in and talk with the families about what it's like you know talk to the firefighter about what you need to remember with the families so that's a big part of what we have coming up as well
0: well just imagine if more departments had that Right? You know, volunteer career, doesn't matter what, you know, if you had that resource, even coming in once or twice a year to talk about that. Yes. Happier families equals happier firefighters equals you have better retention and better workers in your workforce. Absolutely. No Absolutely. better recruitment than that. Like, oh,
2: yeah, you all have we- people
0: fighting at your door to be on that department. If their families are happy there because their families are going to be okay with it. If the exactly. families are happy, it just makes everything so much easier. It's more worth it to the firefighters, it's not another thing pulling them away.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you it- don't want, you don't, you want a, like everything to mesh. You don't yeah. want separation. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, that, that's just a no brainer for me, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not always been that way. But I, I do feel a lot of departments and a lot of these conferences um, are really including um, the wives and the families more um, than they have ever, um, and and husbands are happy about it. I don't know how many husbands have come up to me and Kathy at different conferences and have said, "Hey, if um if if I give you my wife's number, could you talk her in to come into this next year? Or hey, would would if I get her on the phone, would you tell her how great this is? Would you talk to her if she came?" Like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, of course. <laughs> you know, I, a
2: lot of times we have, we know that wives have, I think a lot of them have a misconception about what goes on at conferences. Yes. Um, because, first of all, they're home with the kids many times, they can't afford the conference. The husband is already working 24 hours, then maybe an overtime shift, then he's in Florida on the beach for four days. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm sitting home, uh, social media, you know, the, the, the happiness, (laughs) the worst of all of it. And there is a picture of a whole group of people at dinner, men and women at the beach with beer in their hands. And I suddenly resent him. Mm -hmm. I resent that conference. And we have had wives say, why would I go? I mean, he's just there drinking beer, sitting on the beach and it, it becomes a really resentment point. Um, And so I love that conferences, as Tracy just said, are starting to make the realization that having programs for spouses or or providing a venue for spouses at the conference is really the way to go. And with what Elizabeth Woodward does it at the lake beautifully. uh, County Fire Tactics in Pensacola does it beautifully. Uh, Alan Griffin and Heather Griffin and first do are starting in the past two years. They're doing it beautifully. Um, So to see conferences starting to do that. And we love that they reach out to us and say, "Okay, you know, what should we do for the wives? And would you all come in and would you do this for us? And it's starting to give wives a safer place to attend with their husband, building the family unit. Yeah. I'd
0: I'd love to offer that for Leslie Gert sometime. We're not quite there yet. It's just, we're still trying to get the, the actual conference back under our belt again. We're changing things up this year like crazy. And it's just something that I've thought about for a couple of years And how awesome would it be to have something like this here to, to have the spouses, you know, be able to hang out. And even yeah. if there's nothing like super official about it, just yeah have have something yeah. for them to do too and it's kind of hard because you know nebraska in february sometimes you have a snowstorm and <laughs> one year one year it got below zero and we had uh, like 12 inches of snow overnight like it was ridiculous you yeah. know how crazy you can how it can get in nebraska in february but like it it would be so awesome to be able to put that on at some point point. and yeah the more that i i hear about these other conferences and once in a while i'm able to to go to one like Uh, fire tactics at the lake and stuff you know I see they have stuff going on I'm really torn that I can't do both (laughs) I'm just (laughs) like what can I please like somehow like I I don't want to miss all my classes that I want to take but I want to go to take these other
2: spouse classes because yeah I (laughs) want that experience yeah (laughs) and as we start to do the fire family um We'll, we're going to be doing it in September at Firehouse Expo. It'll be a four Mm. hour fun. we debuted it last year at the hour and 45 minute, but it's for firefighters. Some of their spouses happen to be in town and they brought them, but it's for the firefighters to hear. And then they go back and they say, okay, I just heard from this adult child and a wife and a firefighter. And this family's told us told me we really should be thinking and it gets the firefighter thinking as well. So we know there are a lot of conferences out there that don't have wives attending, but between our fire family and and our tip and, and how the wife looks at it really mm. has been helpful for firefighters to just attend that and start to get that in their mind as well.
0: Oh man, these are so cool. Yep. I just there's so much to go. On. okay, so quick question going back to the couples thing. Yeah. And because you were wondering just, you know, how it's going to, you know, you're going to try it out and see how it goes and stuff. Do you guys have any predictions of how it's going to go or anything that you want to talk about or? um...
1: Well, um, (laughs) yeah, we do. Um, So we have um, our our big draw here. Um, If if you know Clyde and Melinda Gordon from Houston. You, uh, Clyde is a class act. He is charismatic. He is, he is just, just this personable person. And so him and his wife, Melinda, who who is soft spoken, but but, but um, I mean, she, she has been one of our speakers because she has a compelling story um, and she did fantastic. And you would never know that, you know, you meet Melinda and she's just soft spoken person, she did a beautiful presentation for us. Um, they are our draw. Um, they're, they've been back and forth on our Facebook page talking about, oh man, gloves off, you know, like they're, they're joking back and forth, but I just know those two together are going to be such a great (sighs) inspiration, really. Like they're they're like couple goals for me, like super couple goals.
2: Um, Firefighters respect Clyde for, he teaches all over the country. And so we feel like guys will say, okay, if Clyde and Melinda are willing to get up and tell their story and be real (laughs) that's about what we need to do to keep our our marriages and our families together then dang it i'm going to go to yeah so,
1: yeah
2: but we really feel so that's why they're opening the conference for us
0: I think yes. that's I think that's a great way to look at it, too, because I mean, honestly, talk about a lot of the guys, a lot of the firefighters they they want to hear from somebody they look up to, too. You know, like mm-hmm. you could have just a great husband, great firefighter coming in and talk, but it really helps to get the ball rolling mm-hmm. by somebody that they know, they respect. They, they already know
2: that they're amazing on this other thing, you know, right. I mean, these are guys they yeah. pay to go see and they're taking them through fire and they really respect them because they've, you know, put the money out to go ha- be trained by them mm-hmm. and then they say to themselves, but wow, this guy who is training me that I respect is going to come with his wife and talk to me about the importance of marriage. And that's kind of Tracy and I's hope was that firefighters would see this and say, okay, it's okay to do this and let's go and have this conversation.
0: And it's yeah. it's just as important because to them they they probably yeah. they see this fireside all the time, 24-7. They see that 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 the only time that they tend to hear about family, honestly, is from the spouses and yeah. and those types of programs and stuff like that. So oh, this is a guy I respect who's saying there's equal importance to the family side. Yeah. A whole different messaging coming at the firefighters at this point.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then we'll have Whitney Dewey who Um, Tracy talked about earlier, she was a wife who came in October, and then she put together a program for us, and she did communication in um, Myrtle Beach, and she blew everybody away. She's going to put together a couples communication course also. Then we have Irma Christie, who is our new counselor here in the Atlanta area. She is going to do uh, with us a spouse. It's actually navigating the fire marriage with spouse and firefighter trauma. How do you navigate the marriage Mm when that occurs? And it does. And then we'll wrap it up, right, Tracy, with a panel discussion of married fire couples. Um, And people can ask questions. We're going to get real. We're going to have some cocktails and people can just come right out and ask the questions. Now we're going to end... Did we, did we land on the name fire and ice ball? I think we did. What? I love that. No one's done a fireball in Metro Atlanta in years. So we are going to do a state, I mean, a citywide ball, fire fireman's (laughs) ball and everybody who attends the conference will get to attend for free.
0: That makes me so happy. Like, (laughs) I can, I just want something around here that I can go to, you know, just like something fun a night out, just like, yeah.
1: Oh man, that's so cool. Yeah. I I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I think, I think, um, I think our little venture into couples is going to be, um, something that we will continue to do. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I like it. It's, it seems like a great idea and it's just, it's a It's also a nice getaway, especially you know, like even if you don't have kids, but even if you if you do have kids, you know, just get chance somebody else watch the kids for a weekend, you know, and go enjoy reconnect again, you know, find a way to build and and to to fall in love even again, you know, while Mm -hmm. while you're doing all this fire stuff that sometimes you have some grievances with. (laughs)
2: you you put in the work. You put in the work on Friday and Saturday, and yeah. and you put the work in and, and we have found that when we do these, and I don't think it's going to be any different with couples. There's a lot of laughter. There are tears, but when it's all over, what a great way for couples to end by dancing together at a ball. Yeah, Yeah. You know, so we're hoping that's the perfect combination.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's fantastic. Oh my goodness. (laughs) All right. Oh my gosh. I don't know what to talk about next. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So usually I have the family firefighter survival segment, but I feel like we've already gone through a lot of that with everything oh. we've been talking
1: about. Yeah, that's kind of our whole. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're hoping for. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It's like
0: it has been and it's been a needed conversation through all of this. You know, just getting into the little things and. I can tell you the amount I, I I wish I would interact more on the Facebook page. I need to start doing it more. I do a lot, but not very often, but what I've seen on there, what I've read, what I've interacted, sometimes I've been able to like, okay, talk somebody off the ledge of like, okay, it's not that bad. Chill out. Take them, yeah. take it, take a step, take a
1: beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes things that's all that's all a spouse needs to hear is you're not, you're not alone. Yeah. Just take a breath and mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's just recognition um, that it's not just them. Yes. And when a spouse, when
2: a fire wife says to a wife, I understand what you're saying. I get it. We really do. Unlike, I keep saying, I say civilian friends just because it identifies the difference. Yeah. Yeah. All of us understand what that means. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So when, when other friends say to me, oh girl, I get it. They, they you don't. do to a
0: point, but not really. You don't get yeah. all of it. You get like exactly. maybe 50% of it.
2: Right. <laughs> exactly. 100%. They get the, the female part of it, but they don't get the actual marriage time family part of it. They they just can't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I know one of the conversations that came out of there, um, who was I talking with? I can't remember now who it was, but we got talking just a little bit on... Um, just the fact of you know the the firefighters feeling so so into the job and feels like it's 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 their, <laughs> not just like calling but they, they feel obligated to it and stuff like that you know and like they can't say no to it and like it was a whole thing that i hadn't thought about too much before and i'm like oh my gosh like i feel this way too like i I've never realized that I feel obligated to this thing. And it, it sparked this whole conversation between me and this other lady. And I ended up doing a podcast episode over all of it too, just because I couldn't hold it in. I had to get it out there because this is something I'd never thought about before. And I'm like, how many women need to hear this? Because they don't understand that, that their husbands are just, it, they they feel this sense of, they, I, I can't think of a better word than an obligation to it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. It took me it, it- it's yeah. overpowering.
1: Yeah, it the, is. The fire service can be very, um, the, for all of us involved, not just, I mean, it's, it's a lot, again, we wouldn't change it for the world, but it, it can be very encompassing. Like it just, yeah. it, yeah. it, it takes a lot. Um, so it's not, it's not just the firefighter. Um, it's not just, you know, the wife that thinks it's too much. So it, it, it's, it, it can be for the whole family. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason
0: why people call it the mistress and everything. It's just, it, it is, I mean, like it's, it's oh, it my is. mistress. I'll be honest. Like there's plenty of times yeah. that like, I've, I'm not, I'm not good at putting family first all the time and stuff. And I'm, you know, yeah. like it's, it's tough. Cause I'm just like, I love it too much. And it's conversations right. like that, that got me thinking and just the other conversations that happen on that page. Yeah. And, and yeah. it just, it's, such a good reminder and such a good time to dig into those topics you don't talk with anybody else about.
2: Well, I mean, you know, let's be honest as, as women, we are more, we tend to be more emotional. Yeah, yeah. And then you add that our, that our spouses are firefighters, which adds another whole level of, you know, an ability to not disassociate, but an ability to just, you know, thrive outside of the home. And so we don't understand, you know, many wives say, why am I always number three or four? You know, mm-hmm. the fire department's number one, then the kids, and then something else is fire friends. Why am I four? I'm his wife. And it is very hard for them to get past their, that that they are married to the fire department, no yeah. matter what anybody thinks, no matter how much your spouse loves you that spouse is married to the fire department and you don't realize it usually a, a lot of people don't realize it till they've been married seven or eight years they're in or like Tracy said, I've been duped um <laughs> or, sweat, or you have kids or both of you get a work promotion when real life stuff starts to hit mm-hmm. you suddenly spouses suddenly realize their're married is is shared. They're in a 50% marriage with their husband and and he's in another 50% marriage (laughs) with the department. So they're really 25% married. And it becomes, becomes, oh my God. (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's a reality.
0: And it's tough though too, because do you want them to not be married to the fire department at a point? Because if they aren't, are they you know, if they're not training enough, if they're not learning enough, things like that, if they're not helping other people, what's going to happen to them at work, you know? So it's, it's a tough balance. Like, okay, do I want them to be married to the
1: fire department or do I want them not to be? <laughs> right. We want I think them- you have to look at their happiness level too. Like if yeah. that's, if that's their passion, like that's, that's a, that's something you have to, you have to realize, as a as a spouse, like I would I would hate for Kevin to take just any old job because you know because it make it would make no that would not make me happy because then I can see that he's he's not happy like yeah. I I love that he has such passion for his career, um and that just makes me a proud firewife.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: They just, I think they have a hard time finding balance sometimes.
2: Mm -hmm. And they think that as spouses, we are the ones who bring them back in and say, we have to talk. I mean, let's just be, I mean, you know, we have a conversation. There's no balance this week and something's got to give. And, you know, here's where you could balance it without not going to work. And, you know, without the overtime and the 50 conversations and, you know, I... A lot of firemen don't like going on vacation because if they feel a responsibility. I know they're firefighters. A lot of the officers feel like if mm-hmm. I'm on vacation yeah. and one of my guys gets hurt, I'm responsible for that, you know. And and then spouses say, "Well, what if your child floats out in the ocean because you're not on vacation? Do you not feel that? I mean, it's a real, it's a real honest. Where is the line? So, yeah. how do you guys
0: deal with balance from the firewife side and your your experiences? How how do you try to rein that in? <sighs> <laughs> I know it's a tough conversation.
1: <laughs> well, I, go ahead, Kathy, because well, ours is going to be probably very uh, probably, probably similar. There's no
0: wrong answers because no, there's I, no right answers here. I don't. No, think there's either. not. A <laughs> I
2: literally drew a house for my husband one day. <laughs> oh, sorry. Because it was, I was going to be in a conference. I was going to be here. I'm going to work overtime. We were at this point where he was going up in his career and things were crazy. And there was a lot going on. We were actually, we were selling one house and buying another. And I had to look at the last three houses alone. And then he had to mail me from a conference in Chicago, his signature, and I closed without him. And I had two kids and a full-time job and my stress level Mm -hmm. was so high that I thought my head was going to pop off. And this was when our kids were in high school. And, um, so I drew him a picture when he came home of a house and a big square foundation at the bottom. And I said, that foundation is cracked. (laughs) I said, this is the foundation and if you don't start tending the foundation and understand, I said, then this whole house is about to fall down because I can't do all of this stuff on my own and you just do fire. And we had a very long talk about it. Look, I'm very blunt. A lot of wives are not like me. I will say anything. I uh, Men need that. But that's how I fight. Look, he's in a firehouse where they talk. I know how they talk because they talk like that in my family now because of it. Um, there's no hold barred. And I know I learned early on that I have to be blunt. I have mm-hmm. to be honest. I have to tell him what I want. And I have to be thoroughly stand up for myself and my children in order to rein him back in. Mm-hmm. And I've had to do that many times. I've, I've had to do it in the past six months on the training we are not booking anything in July. End of story. I mean, it's, it's okay. That's how I dealt with it. And I'm very fortunate. 89% of the time, he was very receptive. <laughs> 11%, is that right? 90? Yeah, 11%. <laughs> 11% of the time, he looked at me like I was out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he would, you know, whatever. And then we'd fight for a little bit. But of the time he heard me, but I can't stress enough that if wives are afraid to tell their husbands what's going on, it's a bad, it's, it's a tough, not bad. It's a tougher situation.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have, obviously without kids, I feel like it's a little easier, but we agree to that. (laughs) Yeah. I, I really, it is. Um, and I am probably just as busy, if not more than he is. So it's, um, I mean, we do try to make sure we spend time together, but um, especially teaching like August, September, you might as well just, um, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in go mode. And I mean, and I travel a lot with friends, I um, now that I'm here, I try and get home to St. Louis here and there. I go visit Kathy. I'm probably and, and now with the firewife life thing, like we went through the calendar. I, I mean, I'm I'm gone a lot. So um, I understand as much. I understand that because of how busy I am. So um, I've I've never really been like, why aren't you home? Because I'm. Not home very yeah. often. Does he does he ever have to rein you back in, Tracy? Sometimes. <laughs> um, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so it just we we make it work, but um this this week he took off because his whole family um is in from St. Louis and they rented a house on the beach and we've been going back and forth, but this is probably the most I've seen him <laughs> in a while. Uh, <laughs> so and we're still We're still here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So um, you bring up an exceptional point, Tracy, mm -hmm. because I have to say a lot of times wives, whether they have kids or the kids are now grown, they have become so independent by being fire wives that the husbands start slowing down. They retire. They don't want to work overtime anymore, whatever. Now that's not probably my husband or Tracy's, but a lot lot of husbands and they want more time now. Oh, where's my wife? Well, that wife is so independent that she's now created a life outside of him and it can be the opposite. I mean, I mean that sometimes firefighters create monsters. <laughs> well, I mean it's
0: something that you do in the beginning to to make sure that okay you have a life you have things to do you're not just sitting around moping at home while he's right. at work no, and yeah yeah you're right Kathy it turns into like almost a monster situation.
2: <laughs> Thirty years later, like Tracy said, you know I've got all kinds of things I can be doing, and he's you know a husband is home saying, well. Don't you want to go out to dinner tonight? Don't you want to go out for the weekend? Well, no, I'm going to go have champagne with Anne. And I'm going to go <laughs> with the kids next weekend and the grandkids. And that firefighter is sitting there looking around. And, and OK, we actually heard this at a conference once. There was a man at, at CFT in Pensacola at COBC 1 May. Kurt and Jessica Isaacson had given their speech and their talk. Kirk talked a lot about the things he missed and some of the things. A lady had brought her spouse in. There were maybe two spouses out of 150 who were actually in the room. One was sitting right to my left and he started crying. And he was older. I mean, he had to be in his mid 60s, late 60s. He was crying. And we asked him if he was okay. He was getting to that point of retirement. He had no family left. His wife had left him, so he was there with a girlfriend. The girl sitting next to him was his fiance. His son didn't speak to him anymore because he said, you know what? I didn't go to my son's high school graduation because I was on shift. And I didn't think taking vacation was was a good idea. And so his son didn't really speak to him. So he was ready to retire and he didn't have a family because of that. That is so
0: sad. It's so sad. And I don't want it to be common, but it is pretty common. And I I just, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So if I need to learn that too, because I would hate to have ever thought that, we wouldn't have made it. And it would still have broken my heart that Todd wouldn't have a relationship with his children mm-hmm. right. or me and was left at the end of a stellar career. Because as Tracy, like you said, I'm proud of my husband, but at the end of a stellar career, he was left alone. That would break, it breaks my heart to even think of it, but that happens to a lot of firefighters. Yeah. it, it awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're getting all the emotions flowing. My I know, chatted, right? I'll you know. know, and I'm just like. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's a tough story. It, it it is is tough. We hear a lot of tough stories. Sometimes Kathy and I, after retreats or conferences or Zooms, we just kind of look at each other like, ooh. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's one to make sure we remember. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're not going to forget (laughs) anyway. Yeah. And without using people's names in our
2: top 10, we have, we have some stories. Um, we don't use their names. One we do, because she gave us permission, but we could tell you some things that, yeah, Yeah. are, are unbelievable. Oh my goodness. This has been amazing talking with you both today.
1: This we appreciate been- finally getting, getting <laughs> on the schedule for real. <laughs> I know, uh, And I'm going to miss you
0: guys both. So I'm not going to be at, uh, I'm not going to be in Missouri this year. Okay, And <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't, couldn't make it work with a newborn. We, we were talking about it and we were going to try and it's just trying to bring a four month old to a fire conference. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: If it was yeah. a little bit closer, probably, but it's like, Oh, it's just a little bit much right yeah, no, that's fine. I can't imagine. I mean, really, just taking a six month old to the beach without a conference attached was a lot. So I can't imagine yeah, a yeah. conference.
0: So <laughs> yeah. But this has been well, amazing. We, and I, so I, I hope we, you have a good time in Missouri too with your with with everything that's going on there.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Um I with a two-day wives thing, um, I think I think it's gonna be great. Um, Elizabeth Elizabeth's really been um she just kind of lets us kind of do what we need to do with fire wife life, and then she's got a couple ideas and brought some people in. But other, I mean, it's I think it's going to be a great two days. So yeah,
2: yeah.
1: very excited. Yeah, well, yeah. Sabrina
2: did. We talked about Sabrina's mm-hmm. going to be doing the yeah. program. He's a wonderful human, um, yeah. and then uh, Valerie will be there also. So I think it's going to be exceptional. I
0: do too. Oh man, it it's so cool. They've they've done such a good job with that conference in they general really and uh I know I, I'd heard so much about it for years, for a few years, and then going last year for the first time, that was it was an eye-opener and it was so amazing and very overwhelming. And I saw you guys from like across the across the hall. I'm like,
1: hey, you okay. <laughs> you were- I saw you first. I was like, Kathy, Kathy, look who's Kathy. over there. I was what? like, I listened to her podcast. <laughs> I was
2: listening. Tracy said I might have a little bit of a crush on the coupling spot i like I'm so fangirling right now yes, did. and we were like oh and then you came and talked to us about being on and oh her face perked up she was like, we like
1: oh. oh yay <laughs> it was fun
2: i have
0: to to, uh attest all of that all of that to jeremy sanders with with uh crew first culture because if if it wasn't for him talking to me that morning i wouldn't have done any of those interviews that night
1: oh that was that was good good
0: idea yeah he he pushed me into it he's like well you're here you might as well i'm like i was Uh like i don't know anybody he's like well we'll figure it out
1: (laughs) well it worked out oh yeah oh
0: yeah (laughs) To meet yeah. you wonderful ladies and other amazing people and just grow yeah. these relationships, and like I love the conferences for that reason, just
1: yes, growing these for
0: relationships. Sure.
1: <laughs> well, we, need to get, we need to
2: get you to our couples, or if not the couples in November, we need to get you next year to one of our conferences.
0: Yes, yes. yeah, November is not going to work this year. I, I'd be it'd be a nice birthday trip, but uh. <laughs> But next year, I really, really, really want to set some time away and go and, and come to one of those because I think
2: I need it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we'll we'll get you in. I think spring will probably be Myrtle Beach again. So you might need a beach trip. I yeah. would love that. Little
0: the last beach time, beach time I was on the beach was like back in 2020 as the world was shutting down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh. uh. Uh, no, well, listen. We honestly are true. I'm not even joking. We have been so excited about doing this podcast. Every time we cancel, and I'm sorry that I had to cancel again. <laughs> um, really, this it, it's very exciting, and what you do and your podcast for yeah. every is just awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. thank you. It's a great platform.
0: <laughs> thank you. I put I put a lot of heart into it, and here lately, it's been h- tough to keep on a schedule. Yeah. But oh. get back into that. <laughs>
2: Do the best. listen. We all do the best we can with our ah. careers and <laughs> firefighting and families and newborns. You know, it is just what it is, but it's it's yeah. great.
0: Awesome. All right, you ladies, thank you so much for talking with me today. This was a blast. <laughs> oh, thank you, and we'll thank you. you. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll come at you next week with another episode of the Couplings Fire podcast. Have a great night, day, whatever time you're listening to this, and I'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Thanks for coming by and listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to leave a rating and review wherever you're listening. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Couplings Fire podcast.